yo, yo, what do you do, everybody? This your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. Welcome, everyone, to a live episode of the 1130 Podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, we back at it, man. Appreciate everyone tuning in uh, here on the 1130 Podcast, a YouTube channel, and the 1130 Podcast, a Facebook uh, channel. If you're new to the show, if you're new to the podcast, definitely smash that like button. Uh, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Like it, leave a comment, and don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. But you guys, man, I'm excited. Uh, other than that, man, uh, it's Friday. Uh, I was just talking before the show. I had my rental chair um, taken to the shop, so now I'm pushing around in a manual one. But, uh, hey, man, I'm excited. We're going to be talking some wrestling. When I say we, I got an awesome guest, you guys. Yes, Alex, man. Alex Coquito, man, he's going to be joining me here on the 1130 podcast. Uh, we chatted up a couple of times on Wrestle Talk. Uh, with commission and also uh, previously here on Talk Pro Wrestling. And we're going to be chatting about NXT No Mercy. That's tomorrow. Some predictions, breaking it down and review. And also, we got AEW Wrestle Dream this Sunday for real. And also, uh, big news that came out of Tuesday um, Jay Cargill signed a multi year contract with WWE. So, we're going to be diving into that um, here on the podcast this week. We ain't going to waste no more time. I'm bringing on my guy, Alex. What's going on, my friend? Hello there, Mr. <coughs> Dre, aka Dre on Wheels. And hello to everybody. My name is Alex Guito, and my channel is Reek and Reactions. That's hey, it. Hey, how's it going? How's everything, man? Uh, the last time we talked, I was a rebel without a cause, and now I manage a wrestling channel. Shout out to the PUWF. I have a second channel, Reaking Reactions, and now I have a beautiful girlfriend. Shout out to Cardala. That's going to be my future wife in two years. Yeah. Calling it out. Hey, that's what's up, man. Congratulations. Definitely congratulations on that, man. And, uh... All the things you got going on. But like I was saying, man, earlier, we're going to be breaking down uh, some wrestling, uh, NXT, AEW, and everything. Uh, we haven't checked in some, some time, though. But uh, we're going to hop into our first topic, nonetheless, though. Uh, Jay Cargill, like I was just saying uh, earlier this week, uh, signed a multi-year deal with WWE. I got to get your thoughts on that real fast, man. Okay. Let's... Hmm. This is going to be very spicy. And ladies and gentlemen, at PWF, which is the podcast for underappreciated wrestling fans, tries to be impartial, but again, uncensored. So I'm going to say it like this. WWE, when you buy a lemon car, it looks pretty on the outside, but it's not that great on the inside. And again, I'm saying that about Jay Cargill. Because for the last three years, we've seen nothing special. There is no one-of-a-kind match, one-of-a-kind moment, one-of-a-kind feeling with Jade Cargill, except for when she comes out in different costumes. That's great. Sure, Shira, Hulk, da-da-da, 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 as you can see here. I'm happy for her. <clears throat> Mind you, you chose, <clears throat> excuse me, you chose to opt out to train with one of the best trainers in the world, Dan Brian Danielson, and wrestlers around from Japan, Mexico, Canada, South Africa, Germany, UK, and now you're going to the NXT training center. Because let's make not let's not make, let's not make a mistake. She's not she's not um, AJ Styles that she can come up. I know she's going to the main roster soon, and I know she's doing everything else, and I'm happy for her. But this mm -hmm. was this was what I called wasted money. That's it. Hey, Courtney. In hey, Courtney. In my opinion. Okay. Okay. You feel like this is wasted money. I mean, obviously in uh AEW, she only, you know, became the uh what TBS women's champion. And I thought maybe after she lost the TBS champion championship, the you know, the TBS women's championship, she will go on to probably go after the AEW women's championship, which you know that never really happened and stuff. So um obviously what she did in AEW wasn't you know, the best, and I think it was a place for her to grow and people to get behind her. Now, of course, a lot of people, you know, in the internet world was definitely, you know, bashing Jay Cargill and was like, ah, oh, man, she's so green and uh, she's not ready and she needs to, you know, do X, Y, Z, and which was probably so. I'm not, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a professional wrestler. I definitely uh, get my takes on it, though. Um, I think she just has the physique, you know, it, 
when AEW came out, it was a lot of people, which still is though, that some people was like, uh, uh, we we could definitely see them all the way in WWE. And I think with Jay Cargill's physique and her presence and her social media um, influence yeah. as well, uh, I think she would, you know, definitely do amazing in WWE. The question is, obviously. Uh, if she's going straight up to the main roster, or uh, will she go to NXT? And you know, which one do you think? Can I say something real quick? Good, good, um, yeah. In WWE, this is a sad, ironic thing about this. We can use a scale of women wrestlers to compare her to, right? Now, mm-hmm. top four: Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte. Right off the bat, right? Bottom four. Who's the woman that would every time she came to the WWE she would have like a, a costume fail? I forget I forgot what she who she was and then they fired her and bring her back again. I forgot what her name was, but she had red hair, mm. all red everything. She was on uh, Diva. Uh, Eva Marie, Eva Marie, yeah, Eva yeah. Marie. So Eva yeah. Marie is the worst, and and the and the four horsewomen are the best, right? Okay, so we can use that for scale. I would say. In scale, Jay Cargill is around a six, six to seven, and that's an affair, six to seven. I'm not bashing on on her on her at all. Thank you, Joe Biancio. Um, I just say she's six points above Eva Marie, so good for her. And again, you're right. I, I didn't factor that in. Social media standing, powerhouse looks. She's she's a bodybuilder. She's she's the perfect package. She's Trish Stratus 2023. Everything they've ever wanted. Hmm. Just get better in wrestling. That's all. That's all. Okay. That's all I ask. It's a wrestling show, not a modeling show. That's the big difference. Yes, and you were yeah. right. She won 40 matches. She won 40 matches, but 36 to 35 of them were jobbers. So that's not yeah. really a great, they're not really a great standing. Yeah, I got 40 wins. 35 of them were like bums. They were bums, yeah. bro. I'm the guy from the Rocky movie. They were bums. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> all right. That's what I mean. yeah. You are right. In most of her competition, she came into the ring, she uh squashed them, and she really didn't have too much storyline behind her matches. She had a manager. I can't uh, think what the manager name was, but that really didn't go too far, though. And I see what you're saying a little bit with, you know, the Eva Marie and stuff like that. But and I, I can't quite see what you're saying with Trish Stratus because that's my favorite woman's wrestler of all time. And obviously, uh, yeah, I think it was the looks and, you know, her accomplishing so much that she did yeah. with and then. And then you got beyond, I mean, excuse me, uh, Jay Cargill that's coming in, and we all know the transition, the women's transition, the women's division transition over the last, you know, years or so is, is totally different where you don't see these divas and these, a lot of models, you see a lot of athletic women and they all a lot of athletic background. And we start to see that with Charlotte and yeah. uh, uh, Bianca and, and Jay. And yes, you know, she needs a whole lot, a lot of training needs to be done uh, before I think she can really, I guess, change a lot of people's mind that she sort of, you know, changed a lot of people's mind yeah. when she, you know, was in AEW. Um, and like I said, the question was, you know, will she be going straight to the main roster because of the presence or will she be going to NXT and ahead on Tuesday? I thought she was going to be on NXT probably too soon, but I think WWE rode the red carpet out for her um, on Tuesday and announcing it that she, you know, signed a multi-year deal what yeah. you would you think of that because i don't think too many people got that red carpet special like that though now you know she's too much of a of an asset to be in nxt maybe in two years That's maybe true. a year two years just to pass by two three mm-hmm. months stint and have fun but for right now she's going to either smackdown or raw and it's smart mm-hmm. multi-year dear multi sorry multi-year deal is smart it's it's this 2024 is coming up ladies and gentlemen 2024 is coming up real fast, and the bidding wars for a lot of wrestlers are coming up. So WWE was smart. We're not going to do this bidding war crap. You're stuck here for like three or four years. Shout out to Eddie Kingston. He signed a four-year deal as well. Shout out to you. Um, But for her, yeah, take that money. Take that money. All I want her to do is make memorable matches. If you're going to WWE, you're going there to make your make a, make a history for yourself. 
Don't be like some people that come in. Yeah, I'm the best. Let's let's let us not forget the group that came in and hijacked Raw with mask on and chainsaws on the on the field. They were supposed to be the biggest thing ever, and they got destroyed. I don't want Jade to be like that. That they come in, yeah, I'm the best, and get no. I want her to to succeed. Don't get me wrong. I want her to be best. I want her to fight Charlotte and Becky and in a WrestleMania. I want her to fight Bianca at a Royal Rumble, specifically at a Royal Rumble to get the chance to go to a WrestleMania. That's called booking. That's all I wanted to be. But I wanted to earn it. Not be like, yeah, I'm Jay Cargill. Bump, 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 bump. But that's just me. That's just me. Okay, okay, okay. And I agree with one of the posts that uh, my guy uh, Joe was saying. You know, her wrestling, you know, I, I wouldn't say horrible. You know, sometimes I give people, I guess, the benefit of the doubt. But it's yeah. not the best. And definitely, you know, she's working on it. And that was a that was a question I was talking with the guys this past week. Uh, one of the topics they brought up, you know, is she or will she be going to the main roster instead of just joining NXT? And like I said, the presence, I think, would just shot through the roof if she went to, the, you know, the main roster versus the NXT. But yes, I think because she had this, you know, thing on her back that everywhere or every time she got in the ring that, oh, she's horrible and Oh, she's bad and everything like that. But I think WWE noticed that as well. So that's why I guess they rolled the red carpet on her, out on her at the Performance Center, had her training, had her taking pictures, had her doing everything. And like, you know, yo, she's, 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 look at her, everyone, and she's, she's, you know, training and she's going to get better at it. And yeah. I guess they trying to get her, you know, get everyone to, I guess, get with it though. But I can I can kind of see her going to uh, the main roster at, at best. I don't see her coming in, stopping at NXT, which I thought she was when they announced it Tuesday morning. I was like, oh wow, you know, I no. guess she's going to NXT. But there's already hey. there's already a powerhouse in NXT, and that's Becky. You don't need two right now. You don't need her to debut when someone that's called the man is NXT. No. No, you don't need that clash right now. You need her to go yeah, up to no. the main roster, <laughs> find her the quickest rival that you can find, and stay with that. Stay away from Becky in NXT. Like I said, in a year or two, come back to and go to NXT and really like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the best. I'm doing this and this and this. And then show. Give the rub to some young to some young talent. That's all you got to do. She's young talent as it is, but her status is way above most wrestlers that, that they can dream of in a decade. And she did that in three years. So I will give her that. Joe, I love you. I was going to talk about Nia Jax, but we're not going to get into that monster. Okay? Not today. God. He's, he's, he's in a good mood today, Joe. Love you. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a whole lot going on. I'm trying to mute my mic up at the same time with all the That's distractions. Right. But I agree. I, I don't want to see Jay Cargill losing to Nia Jax, though. So, you no. know, obviously oh, we got to Oh, God, I don't want her to hear her to fight Nia Jax. I don't want her to fight her at all. No, keep her the hell away from Nia Jax. No. Uh, yeah, that made my headphones fall off. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was so confused on that one. Okay, all right, we're going to move on here. When we were talking about uh, NXT, we got uh, NXT coming up this Saturday. This Saturday, and we got some couple of cool matches. How you been feeling about NXT before we... Do some of these predictions? How you been feeling about NXT? Now, the reason now these are two things I want to say. One, shout out to uh, D Walk. He's uh, he's on my channel on, on the Joe BNCO channel. NXT time with D Walk on Wednesdays at nine. He is the officiate. He's the officiate for NXT, and I love him for that because he talks everything NXT. I'm actually happy and kind of sad about this main event, this 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 pay per view for NXT because one, you took no mercy and you gave it to NXT. Come on. Really? You could have given it to any other show on the main roster, and you gave it to NXT, and then you put Dirty Dom. Oh, yeah, no, no Mercy and Dirty Dom are not a good fit. It's peanut butter and a brick. It does just doesn't work. Shout out to Kane the Destroyer. Hope you're enjoying. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess, for me, I guess it's eh, for me. Okay, so a little in for you. So you're not really feeling, I guess, this week, or, or better yet, you would like to see more so uh, the, the WWE have a premium live event such as No Mercy or, or whatnot, though. I guess. I mean, uh, we can talk about the matches. I, I okay. am kind of invested <laughs> in some of them. 
<laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, we got some of the matches uh, that's going to take place at uh, NXT, No Mercy, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. And uh, one of the matches, and we just speaking how NXT got a big time the man Becky Lynch, and she's going against uh, Tiffany Stratton, and which WWE is really grooving her to uh, get on the main roster someday, though. But uh, who you have in this? Uh, and actually, it's an extreme rules matchup. Um, Becky Lynch taking on Tiffany Stratton. This is a very lopsided match. Now, D-Walk has always talked about this. Like, why did you take the belt off Tiffany Stratton after she got the belt? Why did you give it to Becky Lynch for all this stuff? And I know that you want to give the shine to Tiffany Stratton, but this is Becky Lynch, a person that got punched in the face by Ronda Rousey, a person that got kept going and going and going and going and made a name for herself and has changed herself and I guess it's gotten a Seth Rollins fever because he keeps changing herself all crazy like like Seth Rollins. Sure, whatever. For her, I want Tiffany Stratton to win, but it's for nothing. And by the way, Tiffany Stratton looks like a freaking Charlotte clone just from a different dimension, so good for her. She'll go far. But <laughs> for, for, for Tiffany, it doesn't matter. Okay, you beat Becky. Then what? That's the problem. Becky's the highest mountain that any woman's wrestler can ever be in. Once you beat Becky, you basically said that everyone in the women's roster in NXT is trash. Then what? So that's for me. That's my understanding of this match, honestly. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I agree with you on one bit. Uh, Tiffany Stratton does look like a uh, Charlotte ripoff and everything. So yeah, when she does come up to the main roster, I can definitely see them going – a program or two. But, uh, yeah, I'm all the way with uh, Becky Lynch. I don't see uh, – once Becky took the belt off Tiffany now, and I think this was a little uh, – a way to uh, get Tiffany groomed and have her work with a top star that was on the main roster. So I'm, I'm going with Becky Lynch all the way to also see what's next in uh, the women's division in NXT. Um, uh, we got the main event. There's also ma more matches. Uh, we got the main event. Uh, Carmelo Hayes taking on uh, Ilya Dragunov for the NXT Championship. And we've seen Carmelo Hayes uh, trying to prove himself over the last uh, couple of weeks or month or so since Trick Williams is no longer coming to the ring. And he's like, man, I can do it by himself, though. But, you know, we've seen the whole thing going between him and Trick. Who you got on this? And also, it's your thing. Uh, yeah, who you got on this? I think, first off, Dragunov should have got the belt a long time ago. Good for freaking Dragunov to have this chance to do it. I like Carmelo Hayes. He's getting his he's getting his shine naturally, and I do like yeah. that about some NXT talent. They're getting their 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 rise naturally and organically, and I do love those things. I do love the storyline between Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes as well, but with Dragunov. I watched the match with Gunther. He has potential to be a main event roster star. And he has the look and he has the thing with the NXT belt. Here's the thing. I think I expect him to go to the main roster if he doesn't win. That's what I mean. Someone's going to the main roster, the loser of this match. Okay. So okay. I kind of kind of want Dragonoff to win, but I kind of want Dragonoff to go to Raw. That's just hmm. me. Okay. I, I will if if the title does change hands, I can kind of see Carmelo, you know, obviously losing. And yeah. since he already appeared on SmackDown and already appeared on Monday Night Raw, you know, yeah. I can see them probably pushing him up, but definitely dragging off as well. But I think maybe you can hold off on dragging off because once you get him up to the main roster, such as Monday Night Raw, I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's about to, I mean, I don't know how long we'll wait to see Dragon Off versus Gunther. You know, again, obviously that would be you know crazy uh, on the main roster or such. Though, but uh, I I am going with uh, Carmelo Hayes retaining okay. his championship, retaining his championship. Though I'm I'm not. And it makes sense. Oh. It makes sense because he still has the Trick Williams storyline. That's what I mean. I think Dragon yes. is going to lose because if why would it make sense that Carmelo loses the belt and go up and then still have this story? Like they don't leave storylines open in NXT. That's one of the rare good things about that. They close them out most of the time. So, yeah, I think Carmelo Hayes retains or Trick helps Carmelo win. And then when Carmelo fights Trick for the belt, then he gives gives it a Trick and then Carmelo goes up. And then it's Trick Williams' turn, which is fine. 
which is fine. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, well, speaking of Trick Williams, he got a North American Championship matchup against Dirty Dom. <laughs> uh, for the North American Championship, um, I mean, the momentum that Trick Williams has uh, that he's been having over the last couple of weeks, I think when he had that new theme song and the fans in NXT, and I think that's one thing that's special about NXT, that the fans, man, are organic. It's just things sort of happening organically. And I don't think he was saying whoop that trick and, you know, the crowd got behind him theme song and, you know, it caught, caught fire. But uh, And also, Trick Williams is trying to prove himself to stand out on his own. And he won a last chance matchup this past week, I think, on NXT. So um, I can probably see Dirty Dom retaining this, where it's though, I guess, if Carmelo Hayes retains his title, then it's going to, you know, light a few in a way, uh, you know, with Carmelo and uh, Trick Williams. Yes. Now, I talked about this with with D-Walk on his his channel on Wednesdays, and – it kind of it, it it's a quick feud that's coming out of nowhere. This, these way these weeks that are coming up against Dirty Dom and Dirty Dom has had the belt for a very long time. And I told D Walk this: the only time that Dirty Dom is going to lose the belt is when Judgment Day is on the cusp of breaking up, and they're not right now. They're 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 rocky, but they're not right now. I would like Trick Williams to win. I'm gonna say this right now: Dirty Dom's going to win. By the way, I would like Trick Williams to win. So it would be Carmelo and Trick double championship on the line. Winner takes all. And that can really elevate the feud that these guys have. Who's the best? The North American champion or the NXT champion? They put it on the line. It's been done before in NXT. For Dirty Dom, yeah, he's going to win. He's going to win. Straight up. Okay, okay. I can kind of see that, though, you know, him sort of losing the title uh, when Judgment Day sort of has some frictions. Yeah. I can I can I can, can kind of see that. Okay, okay. Uh, our next matchup on the card, we got Braun Breaker uh, against uh, Baron Corbin. And speaking of calling up, I thought Braun Breaker would have definitely been one of the guys who've been up on the main roster by now, though. But he's still doing his thing in NXT. Uh, how you feel about this match against Baron Corbin, who's also come back down to NXT to uh, give himself a, a new start? This by far is the most weirdest match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I will honestly say that they this is this is the example of a worker that you don't want to fire him because he has pictures of you, so you just put him in different parts of different parts of the department just to keep him quiet. That's Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin went from the lone wolf, the scummy, the scummy Corbin to Rich Corbin, the happy Corbin, now back to the wolf again. Pick a lane, guy. Come on. And Braun Breaker, sure, I love him. Like I said Joe loves him too. The the body of, of of Scott Steiner and the mind of Rick, sure, but he's not ready yet. And Baron Corbin winning this makes no sense. So Braun Breaker to win, hopefully. But okay. this is Baron Corbin. I think he does have pictures, so he's gonna win. <laughs> Okay, okay, I can see, I can, I can kind of see that though. But my pick on this one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin all the way. Okay, I'm not Baron Corbin. Actually, sorry about that. Uh, Braun Breaker, Braun Breaker. Okay. Give me my word. Yeah, Braun Breaker. Okay. Uh, our next matchup, Fatal Four Way, uh, for the NXT Tag Team Championships, the Creed Brothers, uh, Tony D'Angelo and Stax against Angel Garza and Berto and. OTM, which is a new team on NXT. Yeah. Uh, who, who you got on this one, though? I can. I'm, I think I would say, uh, which I'm loving with the Creed Brothers are doing, which I thought when they lost a, a lose-or-leave match that they were going up to the main roster. And I'm pretty digging with Angel Garza and Huberta is doing uh, on the main roster, uh, coming up with some new stories. But I see uh, Tony D'Angelo and Stax retaining the titles. Huh. I... I kind of think of the same thing. Tony, Tony and Stax are going to win because they're both good talkers. They've been, they people don't know this. They've been representing NXT in a lot of React channels on YouTube, so they're the figureheads of NXT in a sense. I like that. Angel can talk. Humberto can jump. DTM. They kind of look like Crime Time. It, oh, is DTM? I thought it was OTM. 
No, it's DTM. That's why I oh, thought it was DTM? OTM too. Okay. The, the O is flat on the side. But yeah, DTM. I, yeah, Tony and Stacks. I'm, I mean, yeah, okay. keep it going. Keep it going for okay. as long as they can. Creed Brothers? Uh, I, I guess. But no, Tony and Stacks. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we got the Hurch Cup that's on the line with Noam Dar versus uh, Butch. And uh, Butch won the Hurch Cup uh, tournament. So he's going to take on Noam Dar. I'm I'm gonna go with Butch all the way because uh, I mean Noam Dar, what he's doing is is, is pretty cool. But it's, I mean Butch, I, I'm a, just a fan of Butch, I guess. So uh, I got Butch on this. There's no question, but Butch is gonna win outright. This is when it has NXT UK on it. Come on, I like Noam Dar. Noam Dar is very he's kind of Zack Saber Junior ish. In a way, but he has no little style that doesn't really make him better or worse, but just you know, uniquely. But it's this come on, it's 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 the bruiser weight, just all the way. There's no doubt on it. And if he comes back and changes his name back to beat done, fingers crossed, then please. That's all I care, all I care about. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's NXT, you guys, man. That's coming up. Uh, tomorrow, uh, that's going down tomorrow night. And that was our predictions right there. Me and Alex predictions. And I think it's one more matchup that I'm forgetting as well. Uh, we had, uh, Blair Davenport and I can't think of the young lady name. I know she's been doing NXT level up and stuff. Um, who you got on this one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. I don't even know none of them names. Joe, I know you're watching. Put out, Joe, put out the names of both of them, please. I know you don't. I know you know which one. Okay, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Comment on the comment who the names are. I I know Blair Davenport. I'm going by a a coin flip here. I'm going on the one on the right. Sure. Sure, because I don't know. I mean, eh, for me. Uh, I dig it. I love it. Okay, okay. Uh, while Joe uh, comment on the names, though, yeah, like I said, that's NXT, uh, which is coming up tomorrow night, and definitely going to be checking out that man. Um, we got AEW Wrestle Dream that's coming up also Sunday, and there's some lot of good matches that's uh, on the cards. A lot of good matches uh, that's on the card. And speaking of women uh, wrestlers, we have Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart. For the uh, TBS Women's Championship, um, I feel like Julia Hart is going to take this because what she's been doing lately. And but I'm a big fan of Chris Statlander, so I'm gonna say Chris Statlander. Thank you. Well, mm, <laughs> uh, they, they're they're called out the mud. It is OTM. Well, they spelled it wrong, Joe, because it looks like DTM. Thank you, man. Let's see. Uh, I would like. Well, you know what? No, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Chris Statlander all the way. Julia Hart is not ready. She hasn't been ready for a year. She got a costume change and a new attitude, and has been killing it as a, as a, kind of like a manager for, you know, for the House of Black. But in the last year, I can count on both my hands how many matches he's had. Hmm. That's And none of them have been like, oh, my God. Wow, this is awesome. No, yeah. no. Chris Statlander came back from knee surgery, had great matches, had another knee surgery, came back, took the belt off Jade, and has been defending it time and time again. This is just another stepping stone for for Chris. Chris doesn't have a rival yet, so I'm just waiting for her to find that rival in order to be a great match. It's a big good match. Chris Chris can has trained with Julia before. So this is going to be a great match. Thank you, Kalina Jordan. That's the name. Blair Davenport and Kalina Jordan. Those are the two, okay. the two women. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I knew Blair Davenport. The other one, I could not think of her name, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, Chris Statlander. I'm, I'm, I'm with her all the way. I can see her retaining the uh, TBS uh Women's Championship. Uh, we also have a the AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line. Aussie Open taking on the tag champs of FTR. And uh, I'm going with uh, FTR all the way. I would say you couldn't bet on them, but boy, are they good or not. But man, uh, I'm going with uh, FTR. I did not see the... I don't remember the first match or the trilogy or, or a couple of matches of this trilogy that... Um, that they have been talking about between Ozzy Open and FTR, but uh, I definitely would like to see that 
and I know it's going to be awesome. So I'm going to go with uh, FTR. I actually want to go with Aussie Open. I think it's their time to shine. They've been vicious in ROH. They've been vicious overseas. They are connected to Kenny's rival, you know, the other the other guy. So, and FTR has had the belts for so long. It's either ROH or AAA or AEW or yada, yada, yada. Give it to somebody else. I love FTR. Don't get me wrong. I love FTR. And this is going to be a banger match, at least 20 minutes long with technical wrestling. And, and wow. But FTR, I think, should go after the ROH tag titles or try to get the trios title. Get a third person. Like, really give you guys a break. Tag teams burn out a lot more faster than people realize. So that's okay. what I want to say. Okay. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. Joe says FTR all the way. Another another, another comment I think he said I want to go back to. Uh, he said, but what if Julia Hart's – what if Julia Hart wins? Oh, I hate when Joe asks you stupid this question. <laughs> oh, God. Now, if Julia wins – like okay, great. She has the belt and she has like three dudes around her to protect her. And then who is she fight? There's not a lot of baby. There's not a lot of baby faces in AEW. There's a lot of heels, but there's not a lot of baby faces within the women's side. There's, I can count five on my hands, and Britt Baker is whenever she feels like it at the moment. So I guess, but Chris just got the belt. That makes it kind of like Jade had the belt for forty plus. Chris has it for under 10, and now Julia has it. That does that kind of like diminishes the the legacy of the belt. You gotta keep it strong and at least keep it the Chris for I say 25, 30. Kind of like kind of like what Orange Cassidy did. Keep it for 30 matches. And then after 30, <laughs> give it to somebody else. That's it. Okay. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh our next match that we have here at uh what well, we have on Wrestle Dream. Uh, doing some match predictions. Ricky Starks, uh, which I'm definitely digging what Ricky Starks is doing. Ricky Starks against Willow Willer Yuda. Uh, I'm gonna ask Joe also who you got on this match, and also uh, Alex who, who you have on this, and everybody else who's uh, watching and tuning in. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you, thank you for watching. Now, I think Wheeler should win, but he doesn't have the shine that most people think he has. Ricky's on the rise. Ricky took a mm. took an idea and he knew that his shine was turn was getting darker. So he turned he did the manager role, which was smart. For everything that you're doing wrong, or not wrong, where everything that you're doing that's not really getting that much attention anymore, switch it up and see what happens. And I think Ricky is on the rise. I don't know where he's gonna go though after this, because you beat Yuta, then what? You might find another guy, then what? You gotta go after a belt, Ricky. TBS. TNT, or if you really want to make this personal, uh, go after FTR battle, uh, the FTR battle again. Not FTR, sorry. Um, TNT uh, title? Has. No, not, not, not AW, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay, I would okay. Say, go after Hook's belt one more oh, time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the FTW championship. Yeah, just to make it make, make it now that Hook, and Hook is a baby face. So now that Hook is a baby face and Starks is the heel, you can really get personal with, and Taz could be in the middle and make this into a nice little feud that can elevate Stark's hook and the title. Hmm. Okay, okay. I'm definitely loving what Ricky Stark's been doing, yeah. even before the uh, the whole thing with Punk and stuff. Uh, even from, <laughs> I was like, what is Ricky Stark's doing on Collision on TV, getting himself whipped though? But uh, I think uh, Ricky Stark's his presence coming out there. And just, you know, trying to make something out of nothing. And obviously, uh, there's a lot of guys on Dynamite and everyone can't fit in each and every week. So you got Collision. And I think he's doing he's, he's doing what he's doing. I, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Ricky Starks here. I'm a big fan of him. Okay. So Me too. let's see what he does next, though. What he do uh, next. Uh, the next, our next matchup, Brian cool. Danielson. Taking on Zack Saber Jr. Um, I haven't seen too much of Zack Saber Jr. I know he was in uh, the WWE Cruiserweight Classic and obviously had great matches in Japan. Um, and obviously Brian Danson, this is kind of like his uh, one-year tour, which he said he's going to keep that commitment and retire. Um 
before his daughter, I think, turned seven or six or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. I'm not sure. It's a dream match, but uh, who you got on this? Now, for everyone that was going to watch this and listen to this, to give a reference to what I enjoy about this match so much, I'm going to give three references. This is Red Ra- Red Ranger versus Green Ranger. This is Voltron versus his greatest rival. This is Goku versus Vegeta, honestly, ladies and gentlemen. This is the dream matches that has never happened before. Fun fact, Brian and Zack Sabre Jr., Jr. has have never fought before ever in the history of wrestling. So this is a one of a kind one-time match that I have been waiting for five years. Why? Because I have seen Zack Sabre Jr. And the guy is a submission clinic specialist. The guy can do and, and bend his body and bend your body in ways that you can never work. Then comes Brian Danielson. This revival that he has has been amazing. And he always wants to fight people that push him to the, to the limit. So I want to see what happens when an old dragon that knows a lot of wrestling tricks and then get out submissions against a guy that's been training in submissions for the last 15 years. But I would like Zaber to win this one. So there would be a number two and then Brian would win the second one. And then there would be a rubber match to end it all. Because I think Saber has this weird technical ability that he sneaks in pins. He'll sneak it in. Sometimes he'll like, I'll go submission, then he'll trick you out, and then he'll do a one, two, three, and you're done. So that I think that's what Saber's gonna gonna do. Just to like, I can't beat Daniel. I can't beat him. Oh crap! Oh crap! I can't beat him. Like, oh, flip it. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, I'm 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 gonna go with uh Brian Danielson on this. I I know Zach Saber Jr. definitely uh. Submission. Both of, both of them guys are definitely submission specialists and what they do. Um, Brian Danson. I'm, I'm gonna go with Brian Danson. Joe, Joe said Brian Danson wins by submission. So we're uh, gonna see how that goes. Definitely, definitely. Oh, oh, another thing we're gonna go back. Also, Ricky Starks. I think he said Ricky Starks would join the BCC. I I mean, it'd be nice. It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> let, let, let's let, let's get a guy from let's get a, in terms of references let's get a walmart employee and put him in a wendy's it doesn't really make any damn sense but okay sure you know but. how you feel about ricky stocks possibly joining i did hear about this uh wwe wants to sign uh ricky starks he'd be another I, talent going over to wwe it's a good idea it's a good idea because there's a lot of people that he can bounce back and forth. And if he has creative control, then he can really delve into his, his acting career. But why would you want to leave when you have a platform and a billionaire's ear to do whatever you want? Hey, boss, I want to try this for six months to see. And again, Ricky starts what he's doing now is adding to his resume. Ladies and gentlemen, every character he does, he can show WWE. This is what I'm doing. Just like MJF. You think MJF is doing this because he loves Tony? No. MJF is doing this because he knows that this character that he's doing now will look good in a big WWE standpoint if you need to. It's all about marketing for me. That's my opinion. But Ricky Starks, go WWE. I don't. I think he should be alone for a while. That's okay. Me. <laughs> That'll be cool. Okay. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. All right. We got a number one contender fatal four-way matchup. Uh, whoever wins gets a future AEW uh, championship or AEW tag team championship matchup. Young Bucks, the Guns, Orange Cassidy, and Hook taking on the Lucha Bros. We have on this one because this is, I mean, adding the Guns in it. I, I know they are, you know, the heels, and you know which. Um, yeah, I know they're the heels, and they they the bad guys. Uh, this this seemed like a really cool matchup. Now. Here's the thing, though. This the winner of this match will depend on the winner between FTR and Aussie Open, because this is like mm-hmm. a this is like a Money in the Bank. When it, like it says right here, winner gets AW Tag Title shot anytime. So that oh, can okay. anytime. I anytime. I missed that. It says right there in the bottom. So that mm-hmm. can entail that. Let's say someone has a, a with like a heavy AW match and they're tired and they can slide right in and start the match right there, which is their right. If Aussie Open wins, Lucha Bros. If FTR wins, 
Orange Cassidy and Hook. Hmm. Because again, the Rock and Sock connection work worked. So let's try that formula. Hmm. Okay. Oh, That's by the way, Joe Joe BNCO hates Orange Cassidy. He calls him pockets. <laughs> oh, he called him pockets because he put his. Yeah, that was that was one interesting thing about Orange Cassidy when I did uh, first see him. Because uh, I think I was talking about uh, who were some guys that uh, really impressed me or who at least stood out in me getting into AEW. And I threw out some names, but Orange Cassidy was one, he, you know, that putting his hand in his pocket thing. And um, his, old, his old gimmick is real interesting. So it's one of a kind. But uh, if you ask me um, who's going to win this, I, I think I'm go with Hook and uh, Orange Cassidy. I think both of them are fan favorites. Uh, right now, I don't think the fans are really too behind the Young Bucks. Um, Lucha Bros are really great, too, and obviously the guns. Boo. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Orange Cassidy and Hook, too, as as well. So I yeah. definitely see that happening. Okay, uh, next matchup. I'm really interested to see how this one goes. Uh, Swerve Strickland been um, really doing his thing lately and got a matchup with Hangman Adam Page uh, this Sunday uh, with all the chips on the line and, you know, Swerve uh, looking to take Hangman Adam Adam Page spot. I'm going to go with uh, Swerve Strickland right here uh, to win this one. Oh, of course. No doubt Swerve Strickland's mm-hmm. going to win. There's no doubt on that. Hangman Adam Page can be a good wrestler. He can do the show, and he'll get the crowd because everyone loves him. But this is Strickland's time. He needs to get on the rise to go after the belt. I predict Strickland's going to have the NXT belt. Not – sorry, not NXT. Why you Sneaky Spur? I know, man. I'm sorry. should go after the TNT belt or the AEW belt in the next six months and should and should deserve the win. Obviously, because again, his character has been growing so much from being in a tag team with Keith Lee, to being in the mogul, to being by himself, to fighting all these side characters that's growing on me. I like Strickland. I've always liked Strickland since since Lucha Underground. But mm. now this sneaky swerve Strickland, yes, I love that. That's what I want to see. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> We all want to see that one, though. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. And I'm sorry. No, of course. And at the same time, Tony Khan, if you've noticed, he loves rubber matches. So Swerve Swerve will probably do something sneaky and win. Next match, Hangman will do something sneaky and win. And then the rubber match, which will be at the next pay-per-view in the next two months, the next major pay-per-view anyway, (laughs) and that's it. (coughs) Excuse me. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) <laughs> Sneaky Swerve, though. I like that. I like that. I'm, I've been yeah. definitely liking this, uh, I, I think, Prince Anana. He's yeah. been going viral over, over doing his over dancing, uh, doing his entrance and, and stuff like that. But Oh, um, there's a reason why he's doing that now more than ever. Um, shout out to Hey EW on AEW. He said that in his life, he was in a foreign exchange student program, and he got sent to Brooklyn, and that's when, that's when he became a B-boy. So I did not know that about Pinstana. Just about that. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Like, great interview, by the way. Check out AEW. He went deep into his life. It was pretty cool. Okay. So. Yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. Um, but definitely, definitely digging everything that uh, they got going on, especially with Swerve, though. So uh, that matchup, Swerve versus Hangman Adam Page. I'm going to go with, uh, like I said, uh, my guy, uh, Swerve. Yeah. Uh, next matchup, we got it. MJF, MJF, uh, well, he had a partner in Hangman Adam, uh, excuse me, hang, uh, Adam Cole, <laughs> uh, but a, a sort of freak accident, him jumping off the stage to come out to uh, ringside the week prior, he's out of the match. So we got MJF taking on the Righteous for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And before I ask you that Who's who you have on this one? Who do you think is this mystery uh, partner or, or this mystery person uh, or, or group that attacked uh, Jay White after having a promo, one-on-one promo with Adam Cole earlier on in the night? And usually, you know, the person, well, the person had on the devil mask, usually that MJF, words to the ring at pay-per-views or such, though. But, yeah, who do you think is uh, behind all this? And 
obviously who you have in, in this match. The devil is the devil mask guy is Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Yeah. Okay. This okay. Is, this so, is a, so, so the injury is baloney. So the injury is all baloney. Oh yeah, of course. Because like you, okay. you like you know you know Alvarez and all the other guys would be like, oh my god, Adam Cole is hurt. Da, 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 da. No one has said anything. Joe Biancio mm. would shout out to to BMAC. They would have called that out quick fast. And, and, and no one said anything about that. I I seen someone, but I I, I seen someone. Uh, I believe it was X Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. The Britt Baker uh, said, you know, he broke his ankle and such such, you know, and how many other places or whatnot. And I was just thinking, okay, and I, I hear a lot of people saying, yo, man, it, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense for yeah. it to be. You know, Adam Cole, you know, him, you know, yeah. this whole story of Adam Cole getting close to MJF to take the world, the AEW uh, world title from MJF and how MJF always talked about how he never had friends. And, yeah. you know, and, and if he did, they betrayed him or sort of out to get him or whatnot, though. Um, so I, I was like, OK, I can get with Adam Cole. But then I saw that, uh, like I saw that tweet that Britt Breaker put out. Showed the pictures, the x-ray, and, and said that, you know, his ankle was broken, you know, such such different places. And I was like, okay, okay, well, maybe that is. But if that's not the case, it's, well, it's, damn, it's Britt Baker. Good. It's Britt it's Baker. Britt, Come on, Britt she's Baker. a dentist. She's not an x-ray specialist. That's bullshit, first off. I know, right? So I think that would make sense, right? Yeah, it would make sense. And if, and, and if you look about it, this is a really good storyline where I know what Am Cole is doing. This is very Japanese villains type. Adam Cole in the Devil Mask is destroying his is 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 MJF's opponents in a sense, making MJF believe that someone's out to get him. Right now, this could be a chance, and I'm saying that the Righteous is going to win the belt. By the way, the Righteous is going to win the belt because, as Joe said, that Joe said in the chat, I think Joe, Samoa Joe is going to come in and help MJF. But to, to a certain point, they don't have the same synergy as Adam Cole and MJF. They lose the belts. MJF feels heartbroken. The devil mask keeps coming out more and more and more and more until eventually he says, and people watching this, you have to tend to remember Adam Cole is a piece of shit too. He's not a good guy. He's just a good guy now because he's with a good, he's with MJF. He still wants that belt. He's always won the AEW title. He's just going at it a different way. And he's learning from MJF, which is the, I love this. This is the most best underdog babyface storyline of MJF I've ever seen because this reminds me of, and this is a deep cut, of the Perfect Ten and Bobby Roode when Bobby Roode betrayed um, the Perfect Ten and the Perfect Ten put his hand out and in a Southern voice, and he's not even Southern, but <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, why? Bobby! Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's what's gonna happen. I love that, but yeah, MJF is gonna lose the title, even with Samoa Joe's help, which I think that's gonna be the missing mm. part. Because again, okay. Respect. Mm. okay, that's gonna be interesting. I, I would, I would go with MJF somehow. Maybe you know he, he somehow wins that matchup. But you said Ozzy Open would probably win. I like how my man uh, Joe said anyone can go and uh, yeah. do some X-rays though. Um, but uh, another thing he said, and I've been hearing about it a little bit though. Edge, I suppose, maybe, maybe the man in the mask. Hearing about Edge, you know, uh, and obviously Adam Cole makes perfect sense, though. Yes. But yeah, Edge, I suppose, maybe. Now, oh my God! Now I don't know about Edge so much because yeah, Joe is is so hung up on Edge coming, and again, he just did breaking news on the on his channel, Joe BNCO on YouTube. Edge's contract is going to be up on <clears throat> Sunday, exactly Sunday. So that is a very good opportunity for Edge to come out to, you know, either help his brother. I mean, sorry, not his brother, help his friends or go after the title. Here's the thing, though. And I'm asking you and everyone down in the, in the audience, do you really want Edge to go after the AEW title so fast? Like, do you really want that? I, I mean... You know, I mean, I mean, he doesn't really have he doesn't really have too many, you know, too many matches left. So, I mean, if he goes after it, I don't I don't really see him winning it. And, you know, he it just could be a really big high profile matchup that AEW can use to bring in more people. That's the only yeah. thing that I would think of. But I, I definitely wouldn't see him really doing much, but just showing up there to say, hey, I was in AEW. 
Uh, I got the tag team with Christian one last time. Yeah. Wrestle Christian. And that's pretty much. I'm pretty sure it's probably one, two, three people on his bucket list that he probably would like to work with, though. But yeah. mm, nah, I, I don't really see it. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it. There's a big difference, though. I don't want to see that. I, I mean, yeah, go to the ROH. Go to ROH. Have fun there. Take take as many belts as you want. Have fun. <laughs> Just don't go to AW right now. And if you're gonna help Christian, that would be cool as a tag team. Go after the tag team belts, or go after the F, the, the um, you know FTW belt, or go after the TBS belt. But Edge, stay away from the AW belt, please. Just please. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, our next matchup here. Speaking of Christian, he yeah. finally won the TNT Championship. I think it was this past either Wednesday or, 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 or Collision or one of the ones. He just yeah, won it back. Well, he just won it after claiming he was the uh, T uh, TNT excuse me TNT champion for a long time. But yeah, we got Christian taking on Darby Allen in a two out of three falls match. The way and the rate that Christian is going on right now. I'm going to have to say Christian uh, retains the title, though. I mean, Darby Allen, what is this going to be, his seven-time winning the title? Damn, not seventh, like fourth, maybe fourth. <laughs> uh, exaggeration. Yeah, I don't want him to win the belt either. It, it, it's why, Darby? Like, every like every time, like, you kind of, like, okay, you had the belt, lost it, had the belt, lost it, had the belt, lost it, and, and your style is always the same. You throw your body to the wind until someone stronger comes and destroys you. Christian Cage is actually making the belt relevant. There's actually memes where he talks about people's dads now, and that's just amazing. It's freaking funny. So keep it going. And again, if two out of three falls, he wins. And if the rumors are true and Edge is released on Sunday, he can pop out and go after the belt against Cage. He could. Hell, he could be... He can come out in, in a he can come out a motorcycle helmet and a mask and do the whole thing in the ECW all over again and spear somebody, <laughs> making Christian Cage win. That could be another uh, prospect as well. I just Christian Cage with with Luchasaurus next to him, and I feel bad for Luchasaurus. He's just been a prop now for months. They 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 know they, and that's telling you guys that they know there's no future for him, so they just use him Pretty. as a prop, and that's not yeah. fair. For him. It's not fair. It's not fair at all, man. I mean, you got the physique, you got the look, man, and you would think he would kind of like be sort of this dominant version of sort of like what Kane once were, once was, yeah. and and then yeah. uh, the WWE. But uh, yeah, Christian all the way though. Um, our next matchup, six man tag team matchup, Kenny Omega, uh, teaming up with Chris Jericho, and uh, I think it was Cody Obushi. Yeah. Yeah, Cody Obushi taking on Sammy Guevara, Will Ospreay, and Kanoshi. Um, the the, the Keshta. Keshta, Keshta. Sorry about that. Keshta. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jericho and Kenny. I think the team that sort of uh, been getting screwed by uh, Don Callis, though, but the yeah. way uh, Sammy Guevara, when, what he did to uh, Jericho at uh, Grand Slam and uh, and everything going on with, with that uh, group and faction, I wouldn't be surprised if they won neither, though. So, um, But if I had to choose, i say Kenny, Jericho, and Kota Obushi. I'm actually going with the opposite, Sammy, Will, and Konosuke, because this feud between Sammy and Jericho has, has just started, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, this is third in a month. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. And that's, that's going to be the pivotal point of the match where Sammy's going to lean in on the emotional side to get one up on Jericho, which will make them win the match. And because, again, you got Kenny and, and Will, dream match. Kenny, I'm sorry, Kenny and the Kesha, dream match. Coda and, and anyone. Jericho in there is just like, okay, Jericho's in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. <laughs> So I guess Sammy's gonna win. Yeah, that's my opinion. Okay, you, you, you feel some ways about Jericho now. You feel like he's hogging the spotlight, or you should just go ahead and retire. No, he's trying to give the the shine to all wrestlers, but it's it's like the mayor of my town. The mayor of my town puts his name first, and then the project second. So now, for everything that he is, Jericho first, and then the Sammy thing. Yeah, that's a real thing in my in my town, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. And our uh, last matchup we have here that we're reviewing uh, for AEW Wrestle 
We got uh, Eddie Kingston uh, versus Kasuroi uh, Shibata. All right, all right. There you go. That's the, the, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, for both Ring of Honor uh, World Championship and the New Japan uh, Strong uh, Open Weight Championship. Uh, the, yeah. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston on this one, man. I think uh, since he became the ROH World Champion a couple of weeks ago, he beat uh, uh, what's his name in uh, AEW? I can't think of it. Uh, I just know his name. Cesaro. Claudio. 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 Yeah, he beat him and uh, to win that uh, title. I'm gonna go with Eddie Kingston. How you? Uh, what you think about that? This is a weird match because I've actually watched Shibata matches. This guy has been banned from wrestling about two or three times because of his head concussions, and he wasn't supposed to wrestle anymore. And he came back from it. He's doing the same move that got him banned from wrestling in the first place. Eddie Kingston is a Japanese wrestler. Everyone knows this, and I would love. Eddie three belts. I will love Eddie three belts. But Shibata having the ROH championship and the and, and the strong openweight champion, it sounds very enticing. And Shibata and ROH in general is a get. Because he is, he's just honor and he beats you up. Not that great. And, and I, I do love that Shibata uses, um in his promos, he uses voice mm. translator. It's, it's a lot more simpler. He just gets the phone and puts it up there, and and that's it's, it's so much better. I wish everyone else could do that, but um, <laughs> but for but for him, I would love Eddie to win. But this is getting very dangerous for Eddie. Very dangerous. You got three belts. That means you got to have a, a match and you got to fight three times, three times, or have a triple threat or have something like that. So I'm kind of worried about him. That's all. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, I got Eddie Kingston all the way. You say Eddie? Yeah, I say Eddie. Okay. Eddie three belts. Okay, all right, all right. Joe got Eddie. He says uh, Eddie Kingston needs to hold the title a little while. Yeah, he does. He I, just I, got I mean, it. He just, just got it from Claudio. He loves the open weight championship. He can't disrespect that. I mean, yeah, you lose the Shibata. That's not disrespecting it. But then if you put the ROH title, it looks like you, it would. No, it looks bad. <laughs> okay okay hey look at man this has been a, a fun chat talking about aew uh wrestle dream predictions nxt no mercy tomorrow we don't we did some predictions as well uh but before we wrap it up here and leave on out once again appreciate you alex for coming on uh the podcast man chopping it up it's been awesome really awesome uh but last week last week on smackdown we seen John Cena come out and how he wanted to have a match. And I wanted to give your opinion or ask you who you feel as though is going to be his tag team partner or will he go ahead at it alone <sighs> against the he's bloodline? Not, he's not going alone. No, this guy is too old to do this. <laughs> alone. He's too old. No, I would like for him to go and get an up and comer up and coming person to help him. Like, okay. Be a tag, like tag team partner, but it can't be none of the heels because again, Austin theory looks bad and, Grayson Waller looks bad. So somebody that's new in Sm- and SmackDown, but that would get that would be really good against. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, last week oh. there it was. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Joe makes. Thank you, Joe. La Knight. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I was about to say. It was yeah. uh was going around last week that La Knight. Uh, you know, was supposed to have been the guy who came out and, you know, saved John Cena or whatnot, but he had uh, the coronavirus. He caught uh, COVID and stuff, yeah. so uh, he had to leave the building or whatnot. So, well, maybe we may see something go down uh, tonight on SmackDown. Yeah. Maybe LA Knight come out and all such. So, see what, whatever happens, though. But definitely, a lot of people was having speculations on who should it be and or whatnot. But I think LA Knight definitely uh, makes sense, man. Definitely makes sense. One last question. How did you feel about when The Rock came back, man, uh, a couple of weeks ago? Oh, Joe. <laughs> I know you're going to know my answer, so I'm going to say this. That was the most wasteful 10 minutes of my life. Oh, wow. It uh, You didn't? Okay, all right. I'm going to be real. You <laughs> oh, went wow, out okay. there. You Okay, The Rock went out there. And, again, this is Austin Theory. You want to give Austin Theory the shine. I get that. That's a weird way of saying it, 
when now they're going to call him an a-hole for the next year. And again, you want him to be a heel. I get that. You want to give him the mega heel, mega everything else. There's a line between mega heel heat and X-Pac heat. Now, The Rock doing that and everything else, it was fine and dandy, 10 minutes of having fun and everything else, but you went there, talked for nine minutes, did your, did your special, and then walked away. That is all the things that he did. And people are like, oh, my God, this was awesome. <laughs> this was the best thing ever. <laughs> he talked for nine minutes, and not half the time was the crowd talking. He did his special and then walked away. <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, look, I was one of those guys. I'm going to admit it. I was one of them because that is my guy. And I love the rock, but I, I I I can agree with you. I could agree with you. I I felt like when the rock hit um the spine bust on Austin Theory, I felt like that was the perfect time for Roman Reigns to come out. But obviously yeah. Roman Reigns was not there. And my man Joe said they're building towards Roman and The Rock. And we heard that The Rock talked about how that matchup was a lot for this past year at WrestleMania. And some speculation has been going around that maybe that match will take place this coming April at WrestleMania. Well, that question sort of leaves, I guess, one person in a soiree up in the air. What's next for Cody Rhodes then? Does oh, he get his God. rematch? You know, and he said, "Oh gosh, yeah." That's that's the last question. What's next for Cody Rhodes then? Cody if, Rose if he doesn't the belt. get his match, no, Cody Rhodes is gonna win the belt. Okay, me and Joe and D and D Walking Kane had this debate for the longest time, and I told him like Roman doesn't need to fight the Rock, right? So that's that's you don't need to. You don't need to now. Cody fighting the Rock, no. Doesn't make no damn sense. But Cody fighting Roman and winning the belt, yeah, it makes sense. For me, it makes sense because he needs the belt and he has a legacy and people listen to him and people will go behind him. Why are you taking so long for this Cody Messiah complex to continue? I'm done with this. Yeah, see, that's the that's the question me and Joe are having. Are, are they going to have two matches in WrestleMania for, for yeah, Roman? Yeah, I, I heard that quite a few. Um, my speculation is that to have Cody Rhodes win it at the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania-like-ish at uh, Elimination Chamber in Australia. And, you know, and the only thing about it is a lot of uh, the U.S. fans, are, they either are going to be up or they are not going to be up. And yeah. the main event may take place about uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock uh, a.m. Eastern. So, you know, but... Nonetheless, though, I would have Cody Rhodes probably win the championship at, at that event and then have The Rock versus Roman. And yeah, they don't need to face each other, but if they are going to face each other, it don't need be it don't need uh don't need to be for the belt. So uh It doesn't. It doesn't. That's that, man. That's that. All right, man. Look at Alex. Once again, I appreciate you for coming through here on the 1130 podcast. Talk pro wrestling, chopping it up with me, man. It's been great, my friend. Thank you so much. But before you go, uh, please share with everyone, man, uh, your next episode, your podcast, everything you have going on, and also where they can follow you. Okay. Well, my name is Alex Gokito, and I have a channel now called Recon Reactions, as you can see right there. I am also the visible man on the PUWF, which is a podcast for underappreciated wrestling fans. That's on Joe BNCO's channel, as you can see right there. There's also Wrestle NXT Time with D-Walk on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. I also do <clears throat> my channel on Recon Reactions. I do the news at 435, which is Coquito Underground. I do social topics. This Saturday, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and the NFL best halftime shows. With video and with topics. That's on Midnight Vibes on Saturdays at 9 o'clock. I'm just a humble guy that's trying to be the mayor of my town in 2032. Oh, Luquillo, as you can see down here. If you want to come by, enjoy the sea, enjoy the beaches, enjoy my people. And if you can, pass by and give a like and subscribe to my channel. If not, eh, that's okay. That's life. <laughs> hey, man, look, hey, that was awesome, man. I appreciate it. Definitely, the links are below. 
definitely everyone make sure you go subscribe man definitely subscribe it's been great i'm about to head on out here grab some food enjoy smackdown enjoy the rest of the night uh but yes you guys for everyone tuning in if you haven't done so definitely hit that subscribe button and definitely go uh, subscribe to alex's channel uh like comment share and don't forget to follow the 1130 podcast on all social media platforms it's been great. Uh, be back next week, man. We're going to be talking WWE Fast Lane uh, predictions and, and much more, man. Definitely much more. Uh, other than that, man, this is it, man. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank you, Joe, for being in the comments and everyone else. Yo, until next time, this is your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. And Alex, man, we are out. Peace.